We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. It is the 22nd of August. I did tell my parents happy anniversary and I bought them a card. Anniversary was Monday. Bought him a card on Monday. Will it ever get to them? Lord only knows. I trust the USPS system, so it'll get to him if that's the case. But I just I gotta write it and then send it and go to the post office. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Packers gearing up for a game against the Seattle Seahawks this week. Excited to see them in person. Excited to know that Jordan Love's gonna play at least for a little bit. Uh, Big news, Aaron Rodgers is going to play that night, so all eyes will be on Jets-Giants. We've got college football this weekend. It's a very exciting time for sure. Our boys in brew, TM Grant Bills, uh, have the Twins. Wow, I just looked up who they played. We're doing a tailgate. Of course I know who they play. It's a Tuesday night and then Wednesday day game, and it is going to be hot. Remember a while ago, I tweeted out, oh, my God, look at the 10-day forecast. It's going to be 116 degrees. And all these meteorologists around here said, come on, you cannot trust the Apple app. Come on. And I go, I don't know. It's been actually really helpful. I've never had a problem with it before. It gets me what I need to know. Now, come on. You got to download. You got to download our weather tracker. Okay. Oh, geez. And then they're all tweeting, look how hot it's going to be, 110. That's what Apple told me. They say, oh, no, that's the feels like. That's not the real temperature. I say, fam, I'm going to be in a parking lot, in a heat desert, as we call them. It's going to be hot. And bless Matt in the Falls, who will be at that grill. You know, Matt in the Falls could do the funniest thing ever and not show up and completely fuck me. (laughs) He's not that kind of guy. I got uh, I got napkins. I bought some waters for the tailgate. I got uh, I got another thing of ketchup. We got cheese. If you're wondering if you should bring like, should I bring a cooler? Should I bring whatever for the tailgate? Brewers Twins Wednesday. Bring it. If we don't need it, we don't need it. it stays in your car. If we need it, we'll use it. So. There'll be plenty of people there poking around their nasty little paws. I think I am going to buy a pack of name tags. You could choose to wear one if you'd like. Just going to be a lot of introductions. Some people are coming with somebody. Some are going solo. Uh, you all know me. 
So that'll be kind of weird, but you can meet each other. So excited for that, uh, for the tailgate. That should be a fun time. I'm going to be hot, but we'll have beverages and it's not like we've never been in the heat before. It'll be uh, fine. Uh, I wanted to play some voicemails. Carl's place voicemails. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Check out the golf simulators that they have. Hey, if you want to go golfing on Wednesday, it's too hot. Golf in your house. Golf simulator. Tony in Texas. Boots on the ground. He was at the series, the Brewers series against the Rangers. Hey, Bart. Tony from Texas here. Glad I could get three victories for the Brewers. Went to all three of them in Arlington. And, you know, we took care of business. It was nice. So the bats came alive. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it for the big the big tailgate that we got going on this week, but I'll be there in spirit. And I've got to say, uh, you know, the guys that are coming up there, I wish I would meet Matt from the falls. You know, Matt and I were kind of adversaries there at the beginning, but I, I'm saying this in a, in a non-condescending way. I really am enjoying Matt's phone calls. I, I understand his humor now. And, yeah, dude, dude's cracking me up. So Matt from the falls, keep bringing it. And lastly, Packer football. Uh the Packers are better than I thought. I originally thought seven and ten. I'm going to flip that and say ten and seven. They got a little something, something going there. As always, the defense is a concern to mine, but they got some young emerging receivers, tight ends. The running backs will be solid. The offensive line is above average. If Jordan Love is above average and the defense is average, slightly average, I see them winning ten games and contending for the North. So that's all I got. As John from Franklin would say, I am out. Good voicemail. We'll hear one from John in a second. Another shout-out for Matt. Matt's becoming, like, the most important person to this pod. A role that used to be held by Tim Shea. And Hello. What's up? What's going on? It's Tim Shea, ladies and gents. Yeah, I pulled a chuck. I gave you the link, and then I started recording. And oh, that's fine. And that's fine. I just thought I'd play some voicemails before we get started um any thoughts on the packers you were you were commenting in our in our post game i figured you were too probably bombed up to join yeah i couldn't join yeah uh, i didn't want to join so you didn't want to i just i i was i was letting i was letting other people where'd you watch the game i just watched it at home oh any uh Uh, first half i went i watched it at home second half i went out Oh, nothing. okay. Yeah, nothing. Uh, new segment on the show called Shakeaways. Oh. Tim Shea Takeaways. Nice mug. Any Tim Shakeaways from the Packers game? Give me your three biggest shakeaways. Uh, Jordan Love looked okay. He looked good. I don't want to say great. He looked great. He looked he looked good. He looked good. Um they started cocking off on CBS Saturday night. We watching. might we might have a kicker, maybe. 52 yarder. Yeah. 52 yarder. That that would have been good from 70. Oh, yeah, sure. It was halfway up the post. Um one more shakeaway. One more shakeaway. Um, you know, I I you know what? I wasn't at the game, but I will take Something from Matt LaFleur's press conference because I used to work in the industry. 
Got to get faster on those replays, Green Bay scoreboard department. Oh, the scoreboard's slow on the replay. He said he needs needs the their production crew to get those replays up a little faster. Hmm. So they're talking so, about the Dubs play. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three shakeaways. That's good. I'm really glad that that play got overturned because then instead of it like being like a oh that would have been it was and then yeah. they scored on that drive mm-hmm. they had to go what 94 96 yards something like you know, that any Belichick defense that that's like there if if Jordan Love the way he's playing if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson if any of them were playing like that you would be hearing so much hype about how the savior is here for Carolina and all that stuff so um, we we are watching a, a real good thing. Now there is like a one. There's like a half percent community that is trying to make Sean Clifford a thing. I mean, he's will be a good backup. Yeah. Yeah. Would I? Would I? Would I fear Jordan Love going down? Mm, maybe. Some are saying that Sean Clifford was born 15 years too soon. <laughs> Because he'd be a natural progression to. Uh, well, he played all f- like seventeen years at Penn State that he was eligible to. So. Yeah. I, I mean, he he'd be a good backup. I mean, I would like to see this other guy too, get a chance. Alex Magoo, USFL MVP, who didn't get his chance in the last game, obviously because of what happened. But I th- I think you might see a lot of him in the Seattle game, which kicks off at noon. That's why I'm going. Oh, are you going to the game? Specifically because it's Saturday at noon. Are you taking your son? I am. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. I wanted a preseason game because then he can see the sights and sounds, but then daddy's not, like, checking his fantasy and not paying attention. I'm, gonna, I'm like, going to be a dad instead of a loser. Not ordering, you know, your fifth beer. And... Well, that, I mean, it's preseason. I know. Got to get, gotta get through it somehow. Um. Okay, more so, hey, Tim, Tim. Tim, what? I, I like it. I like the, the shakeaways. The shakeaways. Yeah, <laughs> more great content coming up. The Bart Winkler Show. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Bart Winkler Show. I don't know if the fl- I order I did order a flag for the tailgate. Oh, what kind? With, with my blue? show logo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want a picture 
of everybody with the flag. And then if anybody ever asked me my resume, I just send them the picture. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm arranging a special guest to come out for you. Okay. Can't tell you who, but. And you're not coming to the tailgate? I don't know yet. You may have a medical emergency. I may have a medical emergency. We'll see. All right. Um, I'm a game day decision. Okay. Happy Place Hemp, promo code BART, 25% off each and every order at happyplacehemp.com. I got Happy Place Hemper of the Month right here, Tim Shea. You got the CBD, CBN gummies. Those help me sleep. You got the Delta 8s, the Delta 9s. Again, uh, what do you got there? The THC ones, THC free? Always, yeah. The mango? Oh, you're almost out of that. You need a refresh. I know. You know, what's great about that, Tim, is I don't know if you've heard, Every order you purchase through them is 25% off with the promo code BART, even if you've already used the code before. Wait, so I can use it once, and then I can use it again, and then again after that? Yes. Holy smokes. Why didn't someone tell me this? Yeah, and if you really want to be like a jackass because they ship it to you for free, (laughs) you can do five different orders instead of one order of five things and make them send you five different discrete boxes. I like going in there myself. I'm more of a... They're also very pleasurable uh, people. Pleasant men. Chris and Rob, College Court in Muskego. Happyplacehemp.com. Um, let me play another voicemail, if you don't mind. This is from John and Franklin, who will be at the tailgate. Very nice. Bringing some coolers. And some ice. Need ice. Hey, Need ice. it's going to be 100 degrees. I just bought some waters today. Forget the beer, we're all gonna need water. I, yeah, I bought waters. Hey, everybody, John and Franklin checking in. Had to get up on these brewers. Was a little disappointed with the results in uh, Los Angeles. Was gonna call, but didn't really want to be Mr. Negative, so I laid off, and uh, the brewers really turned it around. What a fantastic series against a really good team. Um, everything that went wrong in Los Angeles went right in this last series. Um, top to bottom with the relievers we have and the starting pitching, I mean, we, we could compete with anybody. Obviously, the hitting is the problem when we get up against these, you know, top tier offenses. We have trouble, but uh, we figured out how to uh, get Scherzer out of the game. I've, I've always thought to myself, if we're up against these aces, why don't we have some longer at-bats instead of letting these guys, you know, get full six, seven innings, sometimes eight on us with these, uh, you know, have these Ryan Braun at-bats, you know, if you can. I know it's easier said than done, but the Brewers showed – uh, that they could do that with, I mean, they had Scherzer on the ropes in the third. My God, he was sweating bullets. Um, so it can be done with some smart, you know, if, even if you're not hitting the ball or guys got some good stuff, you can file off a bunch of pitches, make them work, make them work. I always say, but, uh, it's exciting. I, I like the young talent. I really like Freelich. Um, interested to see. I believe we're going to, you know, get to the playoffs. We'll be interested to see if we can, catch a series and just see what happens with this pitching. You know, you, know, you got a puncher's chance. Uh, look forward to seeing everybody at the uh, Brewer outing. Out. All right. Yep. John and Franklin. Out. Do you like my name tag idea? Should I bring name tags? Hello. My name is 
so and so. I feel I feel like this is a name tag situation. Yeah, I guess. At least in the part. I mean, it's gonna be like like I think of a guy like Austin, you know, who it might come a little later. I think, but he's he's uh, been on these YouTubes and stuff, and people are gonna be like, Austin, Austin, you are if it if it just says Austin. Do you think there's gonna be a lot of like um, weirdness? Like, are you? Are you? I do. That's why I think that name tags is a good idea. Not weirdness, but you know, awkward, awkward moments. Yeah, that's why I'm telling people to come fucked up. Okay. <laughs> good to know. I'm. Oh, never mind. I'm not coming. <laughs> Stay right. hydrated. Don't pass out on my accord. Is there anything going on after? Is there like a post game? I've been telling people your place. Kelly's bleachers is my place. Well, I don't know if people want to keep the party going. I'm, you know, you took the day off already. I'm sure. Uh, how much of the Brewers series did you catch? It was, it was, it was shitty to go to LA and score a total of three runs. I've, I've, i caught a lot of this road trip. Actually, I went to a game. In oh, in Chicago? Chicago? Yeah. I don't. Did I know that? I don't know. You might have. So they swept the White Sox. What did we talk about? That we wanted them to go five and four? I said, yeah, five. I said six and three. So they did that by sweeping yeah. two and getting swept. Yeah. It's a very weird road trip. But yeah, I did actually watch most of this road trip. I I watched all I watched all nine games. This is like we're getting to that point now where Yeah. You know, I'm I'm fully in. I am in. I am you know, I, 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 this is, these games are going to get intense. They're going to get, they're going to be fun. Um, I watched the Dodgers series sucked, especially they, when they should have won maybe two of those games. Um, the Texas series was great. We chased Scherzer right away. What, three innings, four innings? He was all over the place, 99 pitches, hitting the ball. Santana's hitting the ball. Mark Canna's hitting the ball. He's a big foodie. Really? Yeah. He like really, uh, he was just on MLB Central or whatever show that is that nobody watches. And he's talking about how Milwaukee's got a good food scene. And Daniel Vogelbach was giving him a bunch of suggestions on where to eat. Okay. To play to that stereotype <laughs> of Vogie. Yeah. So I, 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 good road trip, six and three. We wanted five and four, and they went six and three. So, what, they gained a game on the Cubs. They're up three on the Cubs, up four on Cincinnati. So it's, it's going to be a fight towards the end here. So just keep winning games, keep winning series. Don't look behind you. You know, the Cubs, you're going to have to put, you play the Cubs six more times. So, um, you don't play the Reds, which is, Kind of disappointing, but I guess we handled the Reds pretty well this year. Yeah, including last weekend of the year, we got the Cubbies. Yeah, so we, we and then we might get them again for the first three playoff games. There's actually, I mean, if they keep winning and we keep winning, there's a very good chance that um, we'll get the Cubs for three playoff games in Milwaukee. Oh man, that would no, that would I don't want that. I never it's, ever if want we that. win the division, I never that's, ever that's, ever that's, ever. Ever, Very well ever could want, happen. I never, ever, ever, ever want that. Or you could get Miami. 
Miami's still in there. Uh, Arizona's still alive for that last wild card spot. So never, ever, ever do I want the Cubs here for a playoff series. Well, you might get it. So because then we'll do that dumb Wisconsin pre-sale thing again. No, they won't do that. No. Well, they. You know what? They, they were doing that before. Like. You know, they open it every day, like season ticket holders, and then 20 game packs, and then 40 game packs, and then... Can I legally run a 50-50 on the Brewers parking lot? Well, the Brewers have their own 50-50. I know. I was going to run one to cover some of the costs of the meat. I mean, you could. I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. How many people are going? Just let's do the math right now. If everyone gets I two feel bucks. like there could be 60 to 70 people. So everyone, I don't, no, I don't think I have enough squares. If everyone, you know, gives two bucks, then if there's 70, there's 140, split it in half. There's like, you know, every time I go to the grocery store, I'm picking something up. But I'm throwing the tailgate. Do you want to lay a tip jar out? Too tacky? I don't don't know. Should I just just, like plaster my Venmo all over the place? (laughs) At Winkler Bar, by the way, uh, how was the how was the White Sox stadium? Good, much better than the Cubs. Obviously, their fans. Yeah, I, are I've not been to that one. Obviously, there was a big rivalry between the White Sox and the Brewers back in the day. Fights. I've been told fights would break out in the bleachers, but no fights. Fans were nice. I will say this: these were these two guys, and there were a couple, but there are there are actually more. But there are White Sox and Cub fans. Like one as one. Like they're a White Sox fan and a Cubs fan. Which is yeah, kind no, of I, annoying. I don't know. I I feel like if I was in a town where there were two teams. Like if you lived in New York, would you be a Yankees and a Mets fan? And a Giants and a Jets fan? I like, yeah, I feel why wouldn't you? My uncle lives in, well, some of my family lives in Chicago. And my uncle has come out and said that he cheers for whoever is, has a playoff spot and going farther. I mean, I can't imagine having such town pride and then not liking a team from your town. And I get that that's different parts of like, say, Bronx and Queens, but I don't know. I'm surprised Chicago doesn't have more of that, like New York and LA. Like they don't have two football teams. Or two basketball teams, or you know, yeah, they're they sometimes they get like references someone that could have one, but they don't even have a stadium for their one football team. It's true, they don't even know where they're gonna play. <laughs> I always so I would if I was in New York, I would have been for sure a Mets fan. Yep, I wish for sure would have been. I know that, and then I would have probably I'd be a Giants fan. I feel like Mets and Giants, but I might have, I might have. It's it. usually Mets and Jets and Giants and Yankees. Yeah, that's how it goes. And then I think the Rangers go. With, Unless my dad, it would have been whatever my dad was. I think the Rangers go with the Giants and Yankees, and the Islanders go with um, the Mets and Jets. If I was in Chicago, I'd be a Cubs fan. I was a Cubs fan. Well, WGN. I watched. I think I watched more Braves games than Cubs games when the Braves were on the Superstation. Oh, Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, those those are my guys. Fred McGriff. 
Greg yeah. Maddox. Yeah, Mark Grace. Those, those are my dudes. So the White Sox Stadium was good? <laughs> yeah, White Sox Stadium was good. I always liked when... When what, Tim? Your video went away. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, your Dan Shaney YouTube stream went away. My bad. I always liked it when the Brewers would play the Cubs or the White Sox because some games weren't – a lot of games weren't on TV back when I was growing up, Brewers games. When we were growing up, they were on once a week on Channel 12, I think, but only the road games. Something like that. So, like, all of a sudden – and they would black out the games on WGN, but then they would, like, come back in, like, the seventh inning. So, you could catch it. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that kind of does ring a bell. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of baseball as a kid. I – I watched a lot of baseball. Like, I watched a lot of Cubs, so I watched a lot of summer. And then I'm thinking, like, why wasn't I, like, with my friend? What was I? Did I not have friends? Thank God for my dad and his company to have brewer season tickets. So we went to a lot of brewer games. That's yeah. instead of, instead of like, because there are people who are like, well, yeah, but I'm a Cubs fan because we didn't get brewer games. So I went to one with a Japanese wrestling exchange pro. Oh, Jesus, my video. A Japanese wrestling exchange program. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had like a whole section. Nice. Mm-hmm. They were like crazy into it. <laughs> we played ball. But yeah, White Sox Stadium, good. Um, comparable prices with food and drink. You know, you didn't, you didn't have to worry about getting into fights, arguments with the fans. Yeah. So. Well, they suck too. Yeah. Uh, for them being that bad, very good turnout. Very good turnout. Was there a lot of bay, uh, Brewer fans? Yeah, not as many as I thought there would be. I don't just don't think Brewer fans like going to Chicago. Because when they go to Wrigley, now game 163, there's an asterisk because I think didn't tickets go on sale like that night so anyone could buy them. Yeah, there were a lot of Brewer fans there. Where as a regular season game, there aren't like, it's not like, overload of brewer fans you know i would love one day for there to be over 50 percent of brewer fans at wrigley, at wrigley? I yeah i don't see that ever happening that, that would never happen i just don't think they there's plenty of tickets to buy for brewer fans i just don't think that will happen so. well one of the things that we get wrong is like we think that we get invaded by chicago we get invaded by racine we, we get invaded, invaded by, by people at Marquette. Yeah, we get invaded by Marquette. We get invaded by people here. I know plenty of people that live in Milwaukee that just are Cubs fans. So. Yeah. Why are we talking about these losers so much? Because I went to the White Sox game. Oh. And that we could play them in the playoffs come wild card weekend. So uh, the Rangers series. 9-8 win, 6-1 win, 6-2 win. The game Friday was fun until they were going to blow the lead, but they didn't. A lot of Dan Shaney insurance runs. That's good. Big uh, big weekend for Carlos Santana. What am I talking over? What are you doing? I'm just nothing. Oh. Is something playing? No, it sounded like a cat was scratching itself. Hmm. Might be your headphone. It might be. Yeah. Carlos Santana, big weekend, even though your boy Rowdy Telez is back. Uh, Santana is the first baseman. Rowdy will just fill in here and there. Yeah, that seems to be. Santana had a huge weekend. 
what they're doing. It just happened again. What did you just do? I'm moving my my thing here. I'll just do this to make you happy. Well, it's not me. It's everyone listening. There. Yeah. Talk. What? All right. Can you hear? You me? might actually have to put them back in. Can you hear me? Well, yeah, but I hear me echoing. Why don't you just? Why don't you just buy a professional microphone like I did? Because I'm not. This is. There is that better? Yes. Okay. That's actually perfect. Beautiful. Why don't you? You're gonna edit this out in post, right? What? <laughs> we always make that joke. You don't even know what it means. Oh. Tim, I have a question for you. Go. I just did five days in a row at CBS. I did a swing where it was like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Monday morning, where it felt like I was there. Like it, it felt like I had no break. And then I was going to work Tuesday night, but Gel doesn't need the day off anymore. I'm not working this weekend because I'll be in Green Bay. So I don't. And I have no soccer games coming up. So I don't have a scheduled shift for 13 days. So am I on a vacation? You are on vacation. Or am I unemployed? Kind of both. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? You are you are on vacation. Because you know, I mean, I'm still like I don't have a real like this is my still my job. Yeah, obviously you'll be doing CBS stuff, but you're football, on vacation. Oh, it is less during football. Yeah, well, maybe they'll move you to like Saturdays or something. Fam, I don't want to work Saturdays. <laughs> you sound like me. I got college <laughs> to watch. This is this could pot. This is going to be like we're going to tell our grandkids about this college year because it's going to be like the last year before it got weird. So even though you're doing a tailgate, you know, coming up, you always got to think ahead to your next tailgate. Would you do one for a football game, a Badger game or a Packer game? No, not this year. Maybe the people can change your mind. The tailgate, I should mention, 1840 Brewing Company in Bayview. They are bringing uh, tents. They are bringing tables, I believe. Marty's set up these things a bunch in the past. They've got like, um, I should go get a bottle and show you, but a nice size bottle of all these different beers that they brew. So they'll be bringing enough for everybody to try one. And uh, Marty's someone who a while ago, they he reached out and was like, I want to host a Bart Winkler hurry up. Remember, we never did. Yeah, that. <laughs> the hurry up. But he was like, I, I want to do one. And then um, I never like have done it. And I thought this tailgate thing, which was really supposed to be a game between you and me, it's turned yeah. into whatever it's turned into. Um, well, maybe we can start the hurry ups in a couple of weeks. You know, like maybe we can do one on the seventh. Do go live during the first game or before the first game. Uh no, first game I gotta I gotta be home. Chiefs and Lions. I gotta be home for that. Okay, well maybe we can do one like the Saturday before Packers Bears. Like at the brat stop. <laughs> <laughs> I um I think I think we can let's let's plan on or McGuire's. Yeah, let's plan on an 1840 brewing hurry up in Bayview. 
and let's plan on a Maguire's hurry up. Okay. So let's plan on two Bart Winkler hurry ups. And we'll see what kind of crowd we get. Yeah. I don't want to do them every week. No. Because I like to listen to the actual huddle. I like to listen to it. Uh, and so we'll do the hurry ups. <laughs> we'll do the hurry ups on two different days. <laughs> yeah, I'm unemployed. Should I start looking for jobs again? That's up to you. How about this? Should I buy a blue check mark? No. But if I can get paid. It says I met the qualifications. I just got to get the blue check mark. Bart, let me ask you. I don't this. really believe people are getting paid. Let me ask you this. Because I don't think you have, I don't think you did answer this when I asked you back mid season and at the beginning of the year. Are the Brewers going to make the playoffs, the postseason? Well, I'd be foolish to say no now. I think you said no. I think you were leaning towards no all year when I've asked you. You'd I probably was. Are the you know, like now that we're getting down to what the last like thirty five games soon? Are the Brewers going to make the postseason? Well, yeah, I, I think I have a very specific take on this: is that this is as bites of the apple as it gets. Like the Brewers beating the Rangers was kind of that might change perceptions a little bit because the Rangers are very good. And even though we like, oh, we beat the Rangers, like we still think the Rangers is, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got, you know how I always say on the radio, I'm always like on CBS, I'm like, call about anything, I'll talk. One guy goes, Are the, hey, the Astros going to miss the playoffs, huh? I go, probably not. He goes, that's the word on the street. I'm like, well, they, they look, they're in the race. I don't know, they're the Astros. They've been in the ALCS every year since 17 then one guy i think thought sometimes what happens is they think i'm a local guy when they call in and so some guy from toronto was like man we got to move vladdy down in the order <laughs> and, and you're like, like yeah <laughs> I'm like I, I like i still believe in vladdy i say lead him off how far do the brewers go well it's pr- like i i would put Braves and Dodgers is the NLCS. I mean, I, like, but if we can get like, okay, so we're competitive with the Dodgers, but they always beat us. We have to do what we did with, with the Texas. We have to, the pitching has to show up and they have to hit. Here's the thing. If they're not going to pitch their way as good as the pitching is, they're not going to pitch their way to a world series. They are going to have to hit. You have trust in the back end of this rotation because if we do have to play three games in the wild card, there go your one, two, and three pitchers. Yeah. For games one, two, one, and two, because they're starting the playoffs right away. So not only we may need, you know, who knows what happens towards the end of the season, we may need those, you know, two of them to close the season out. To solidify. Well, Hauser's had a decent month. I mean, the ERA's 380, but. Do you trust the back end of the rotation? And let's say we just clinched a postseason spot. Do you then care about the division? Or do you set your rotation up that one, two, and three can go, 
that Burns, per, uh, Burn, Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta can go in the wild card game, and who cares about home field? Oh no, I'd want home field. So then you then you would prefer those those one, two, three. You know, let's just say those last three games against the Cubs. It's just for I mean, position. If that, if that comes down to the division, would you rather go to Wrigley? No. Let's just say it's the Cubs and Brewers. Or would you want to play these games at home? Well, I want to play them at home. What advantages are playing at Wrigley? I don't. What's the shake away on that one? I don't get. What's it. the advantages of playing at home when they're seven when they're seventy percent Cub fans? You sleep in your own bed. Sure. Yelich can look at the monitor and steal signs. I just saw something come in. And you might need to. Michigan is self-imposing a three-year game suspension for Coach Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that's stupid. So does that mean he's suspended for three years or? Three games. Oh, three games. Okay. Yeah, they agreed on four. And then the NCAA is like, actually, no. And then uh, now Michigan's like, we're just going to give him three and you better like it. Okay. And then Harbaugh's probably just going to leave anyway. Sorry. Anyway, back there. So you would rather play at home. I don't think it matters. Homer, if you're, if we're playing the Cubs, I don't think it matters. Well, if it doesn't matter, then play at home. Then, then, then you have to depend on the back end of your rotation. And do you trust them? Do you trust? I mean, I, I trust Adrian Hauser as much as anyone can ever trust Adrian Hauser. Do you trust Wade Miley? Do you think Wade? I have Miley more confidence is... in Wade Miley than any other time that he was been a Brewer. Do you think he's starting to slide a little bit? No. Okay. I have more trust in Wade Miley than I ever have. What if they bring Eric Lauer back? Would you trust him? Uh, then I would. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say jump off something, but you can't joke about that. So, just something to ponder about. Come, you know. Mid September or whatnot. Thanks for another Tim Shea classic question. Would you rather play at home or on the road? I I'm not. I'm just saying against the Cubs. Yes, you would rather play at home. I want to go to playoff baseball game, but doesn't matter if you're setting up your rotation. If you want your aces, to I get go, no. I get what you're saying. I, I get that you, part of it. If you want your aces to go, then who cares? Then set it up and go to Wrigley and win two games. I think you just play. I think you just play as it comes. And you just play as it comes. Okay. You just keep them on their normal rest. Don't. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Once if they if they clinch a spot in the postseason and still have to battle for the division, and it's the Cubs, and they're up two games, you're playing the Cubs here at the end of the year. How would you approach it, uh, Tim? Yes. Any quick Badger thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be okay. They got a trap game right off the, you know, week two at Washington State. Trap game slash revenge game. Revenge, yeah. Um, which is crazy to say. Uh, then they have a night game at Purdue on a Friday night. That's no fun to go into Purdue, so... I, 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 you know, if they can get out of those two games, I could see them being undefeated going into the Ohio State game. 
Which you will be there. Which I will be there. That's my big trip. <laughs> I forgot I said that. There's one night that uh, Forward Madison has a game during a Badger game. Homecoming early? Uh, when they play Washington State, I'll be in Madison. Yeah, the Badgers will be on the road. Yeah. So you got that. Yeah. Don't have to deal with game day traffic, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's the final year of the four-team playoff and final year of divisions in the Big Ten. Final year of maybe even college football. The way no, as, we know, no. as we know it, as we know it. Next hey, year, I hope you come to the tailgate. I do too. I hope so too. It would be fun. Start. Uh, COVID's going around. Get COVID. Just tweet out a test, and then CBS will. Hmm? Whatever. Where do you work? Take it easy, Mark. All right. Uh, I'm going to hashtag tack it on. Mm. I have to join still. We have until the first the first game, right? To join your winner's pool. Oh, I have a survivor pool. Splashboard.com yeah. backslash Winkler. How many people have joined? Mm, 30. Do you know? Okay. It'll get higher. Splashsports.com backslash Winkler. And now I'm going to tack on an interview I did with Eric Edholm of NFL.com. And that will be the end of the show. And I will talk to you later. Go Brewers. Eric Edholm joining us. You can catch his work, NFL.com on whatever we're calling it at Eric underscore at home. Eric, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like bummed about the preseason because I, I understand yeah. what the preseason is. And I think that we all accepted it, but now the NFL's like, no, you're, you're not getting, you're not getting the ones versus the ones all the time. We're going right. to do it though. Just in training camp when nobody can see it. I, <laughs> I think that it's great for these teams because controlled environment, all that, but as a fan, I'm kind of like bummed. I hear you. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, you know, I'm writing these weekly what what to look forward to, you know, pieces, 32 items for 32 teams every week of the preseason. You know, I'm talking about five and six receiver battles and stuff, not knowing who's going to play. So it does make it a, a tall order sometimes. So you're right about the joint practice thing. And I think obviously when they reduced from four to three, I think that was in the back of a lot of coaches' minds. Hey, we can get in if not more than a preseason game worth of work, you know, at least equal to we're in one or two practice sessions. So that's the kind of environment that, you know, maybe it's not marketable for TV, but maybe it is. Maybe it's something that we have one day. So you never know. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind that they're doing it. Just put it on TV so I can watch. That's what I'm saying. That's right. all I yeah. want to see. I, I think obviously this is a quarterback driven league. And if I've done my research correctly, Every team that is starting a new quarterback, whether it's a guy they've had in their system like a Jordan Love or Sam Howell, whether it's a rookie like Stroud, Richardson, you know Bryce Young, whether it's a veteran, Rodgers, Jimmy G, Baker, Derek Carr, all of these teams did have – Washington was 500. Otherwise, they all had losing records. So yeah. I think like for some of the veterans, there's a little more immediacy – which I'll get to. But for these rookies, they're all going to start. These top three picks are going to start. 
And I like that. I if you're gonna if you're gonna draft a guy, either sit him or start him. I like that. Which do you think has like the biggest the biggest leash? Not the best career, not the best like outlook, but which team is gonna be the most patient with their guy between Richardson, Stroud, and Bryce Young? Yeah, I think it would be hard. It's interesting because Carolina, right, has Andy Dalton. I know he's banged up right now, but, you know, he's a pretty accomplished guy. I mean, this is somebody who's started quite a few games and probably one of the best sort of pinch hitter starters, I guess, that's uh, on the market. And, he, you know, they paid him as much. So even though he's got the strongest backup, I think it would probably take an injury to get Bryce out of there or something really – you know, a tough stretch of, of turnovers, but we never really saw that out of him at Alabama. I just wasn't the player he was. So I think there's a measure of patience there. Houston, you know, it's a thing where you have Davis Mills, same deal. He's been starting the last two years and not been great, but he hasn't been exactly the reason why they've lost each and every one of those games. So, you know, I think both those guys, they want to do as much as they can to support them, not ask too much of them run out of excuses not to pull him you know with Richardson it's tricky if you pull him now though does it does it kill his confidence you know early in the season let's say he's in a four-game slump or something you got Gardner Minshew he knows the offense you know he's given team sparks before would, would that hurt him or is he the kind of kid who can go, go from there and, and and still build off that and become a success yeah I think there's different quarterbacks that there's different quarterbacks that would thrive under a year or two, and there's different quarterbacks that need the work right away. The problem is once you pick one, you don't know. Like you don't know how the other yeah. way would have gone. I think that so for like Aaron Rodgers, I think that those three years helped turn him into the quarterback that he became. And I think now the Packers are looking at Jordan Love again. I'm telling you, this Packers Bears game in Week One, I I want nothing more. Then for both quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Jordan Love, to I, I, I you know thirty to twenty seven. That's what I want. Both quarterbacks yeah. throw three touchdowns because I feel like the other fan base and the league itself. If Jordan Love's bad week one, Packers are doomed. If Justin Fields bad week one, his career's over. I think both of those guys still have a lot of potential and can be very good. I just don't want the early expectations on them to be too high. Although I mean, it's a fourth year for Love. It is. And it's the third year for Fields. Right. Third year for Fields. He's got more on-field experience. I mean, you know, Love's rookie year. I don't know how much he got out of that as the number three QB. So, I mean, still, it is a fascinating game. It is a fascinating rivalry that that's taking on a new chapter of sorts. And, you know, the, the reports on, on Fields have been some good, some bad in camp. Not bad, but some underwhelming. I think there's still that feeling of, you know, he hasn't quite gotten there yet. But, again, we I can remember Eli Manning going to see him in camp one year and thinking, oh, my gosh, is he can even keep a starting job. And, well, you know, they end up in the Super Bowl. So it can look really kind of clunky at times and all of a sudden come together. And he's a playmaker. He's a creator. The, the reports on love have been very good. I, I think he's he's got something. I don't think he's going to be great every single week, but I think you're going to see some weeks where you think – He's one of the more natural, beautiful throwers in this league once he kind of gets his feet underneath him. Talking with Eric Edholm, you can find his work, NFL.com. The NFL kind of surprised people with their week one opening matchup where it's the Chiefs versus the Lions. 
And I think people are going to be, you know, people are people are excited about the Lions. The Lions are the favorites in the division for the first time in three decades. And and they think they're going to be good. And, you know, watch out for Detroit. Who do they play week one? Oh, the Chiefs and Arrowhead. Oh, they're going to get killed. Yeah. I think that, you know, of all these, like, week one games where we look at, like, well, what if and what could the overreaction be? If Detroit, I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to pick Detroit week one. But I don't. How can you take Detroit Week One against the Chiefs? But if they do, then I yeah. think that reevaluates. Like, because there's a pecking order in the NFC. It's Eagles, and then it's probably the Niners, and then what comes out of your tongue first? Cowboys or Seahawks, and then like the Lions. But if the Lions win that game, I would I would think look out for their potential. Right. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I suspect that when Dan Campbell saw that, he said, all right, let's go. You know, you don't get these opportunities very often. I mean, you're an up-and-coming team. They, they finished short of the playoffs last year, and they're given kind of the, the lead-off spot, the marquee, uh, you know, marquee game in the opening week against the defending champs. Arrowhead is going to be a, a, a madhouse. But you know Dan Campbell's thinking, we're going to throw the kitchen sink at him. You know, we're going to have every – you know, fake punt, onside kick, every whatever, we've got trick play. Andy Reid's known for it. Great. We're going to show him something, too. And so, plus, if you're going to bet on the Lions, you might as well do it week one while, I mean, they could flame out this year. Who knows, right? They could end up being the same old Lions or whatever people say about them. And, I mean, at least you've got kind of legitimate off-season hype that kind of fueled it a little bit. You could still get bang for your buck out of, you know, Chargers and Broncos games and whatnot and all the rivalry. They play the Patriots this year. That'll, that'll come. You can get that at week 13 and still make your money. But this is a, a fascinating gamble, and I think the Lions will be ready for that game. I don't know who will win, but I think they'll be ready. You mentioned the Broncos, uh, and I'm glad you did because this was a, you know, obviously Russell Wilson was not good last year by anyone's standards. And Sean Payton right. ca- came in there, and his comments – you know, I, I think that Sean Payton's comments about how bad the coaching staff did last year, it's very, like, reflective of somebody buying a house sight unseen, and then they do the inspection, and they're like, oh, wait, I didn't realize the electric was this bad. I didn't realize the plumbing was this bad. And then yeah. you're not blaming yourself for taking the job. You're taking uh, you're taking blame at the old owner for what he did to the house. It does feel like it's uh, like a safety net. Hey, if, if this doesn't go well for me, don't blame me. I just inherited a dump. I think the Broncos, like, uh, I don't know, Sean Payton, you know, he's fine, whatever. But a lot of this depends on Russell Wilson, and I just don't know that he can regain that form. He looked very, I'll just say, bad last year. Yeah, he did, right? And I watched the opening preseason game, and and Sean Payton took him, had the first-team offense out there for four series. You know, they didn't score the first three, and Sean was determined to to punch that ball in the end zone. I think it is. You know, he's taking a hard line, which is the complete opposite of what happened in, in Denver last year. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett did not play Russell Wilson a single snap in the preseason. Look, I don't know if that was the reason why they, he got off to a slow start, but I imagine it It couldn't have helped, right? I mean, I don't think it was the kind of thing that, that, that made things better. So that's at least one little tiny sliver of what Peyton was talking about. Maybe he was trying to protect Russell a little bit or at least give his players a little – leeway for everything that happened last year some good players on that team did not play well other than Russell so that's part of it and I think Sean also just doesn't mind being in the spotlight and saying stuff that yeah 
you know, that puts him as the target. He doesn't mind being the bad guy, which I kind of admire in a way. Yeah, why not? If you can take a little bit of the heat, go sure. ahead and, and do that. Um, I got to ask you about the Jets. You know, obviously we see them on Hard Knocks, which is more of a, you know, PSA for the team hype video than it is a, the, the show that we've been accustomed to. Look, that first six is very tough for them, and I think we're going to know in the first six weeks if this is going to work or not. And I've seen Aaron Rodgers for 18 years, and yeah. I've seen an MVP, and the quarterback I saw last year was very pedestrian, especially after the injury. I don't know how much that still lingers with him, but is it more likely to you that the Jets find MVP Rodgers or that they find 2022 Rodgers? Well, it's a fair question, and I think, they can't fully answer it right now. I don't think we know. I think it's impossible to give a definitive, you know, rubber stamp, move it along kind of answer without knowing what kind of offensive line they're going to line up in the first part of the season. The assumption is Dwayne Brown is coming back at some point and is going to be ready for week one. It feels like a lot of finger crossing for a guy who was basically retired before they called him last year. So, you know, and to think that he was, he stepped in and was pretty much their best lineman, you know, on the exterior last year. That 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 worries me a little bit. Makai Beckton, they're hoping he can make it through a game because he's got the talent to be their right tackle. You know, they're hoping that these these minor injuries to guys like uh, Ali Vera Tucker and uh, you know Lakin Tomlinson up front. I mean, they're hoping it's nothing big and that they'll be back in action soon and they'll have their starting five together, but. You know, all the early fireworks in camp hitting Garrett Wilson and, you know, looking like some old Rodgers in some of these practice highlight videos, mm-hmm. it's tapered off because of the protection. And that's the big worry for me. Not Dalvin Cook, not any other part of that team. It's the offensive line right now, and can Rodgers work with that? Uh, lastly, is there a team I'll put you on the spot? And I'll, I'll tell you, mine's the Steelers, a team that maybe is not getting a yeah. lot of attention but a team that maybe we should be looking out for. I just, I really like Kenny Pickett in year two. If Mike Tomlin wasn't a below 500 team with that team last year, you got to think the world of him. Is sure. is there somebody else, or is that maybe your team too? Well, it's funny you say that because I had kind of been on the Browns train all off season for that for that pick. You know, like the team, top division, right? I mean, you just mentioned the Steelers. Obviously, the Ravens got Lamar done, and we know what what a healthy Burrow and the Bengals can do. So. You know, I mean, it's hard to go from last place to to playoffs in that division, but I think that both these teams are are really interesting for all the you know the reasons you mentioned. They they both the Steelers and Browns seem to really target need areas in the off season. Defensive line for both teams, offensive line for the Steelers. Although Dan Moore is still starting, apparently, um, you know uh, the the big blocking tight end and and. Darnell Washington, and they got Porter for, to help in the secondary. So, you know, losing Sutton hurts, but I think the Steelers could be really good. And Pickett's been getting good reviews in camp. I'm a, I'm backing off a little on the Browns just because I really do wonder if if Watson can thrive in an offense that may at times restrict his creativity as a as a playmaker. That's the one thing that's kind of holding me back, plus all their injuries. Yeah, there's been some negative uh, press about Watson, too, outside of the, that stuff, but just in terms of how he's been playing, so we'll see. Hey, always enjoy catching up with you, Eric, at home. Keep up the great work. Read you daily, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks, man. Good talking to you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.